I think you might notice a little bit of a different voice right now leading you off. That is because I, Yehuda, oh. the original guest star. You're not a guest. You're one of us. We have to be switching our whole name because of you. Don't give away our secret. You knew, like, the Ravens need one touchdown. Like, the Broncos might score one more field. Get one more touchdown. Yeah, you went 10-9. Five, you can win 10-9. I'm going to go with the commanders as well, just because it's too much of a question mark um, over there on the center for this. <laughs> I can't believe you saw that right now. I don't even... That's asinine. You're crazy. He, he's got You're the crazy. full package. He's no way. I don't care. No way. I can't, I can't even. It's hard to even look at you right now when you say something like that. That's crazy. Okay. And guess what? In basketball, you use a basketball. In football, you use a football. I want, to, I want to talk about home field advantage for a second. You touched on that, okay? Um, and I'm of the mindset that I don't really care about seeding much. It's my opinion, personally. I don't. I, 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 I think that once you, once you don't get the number one seed, it used to be there were two buys in the NFL up until three, back in the day, right? Back when I, was, when I didn't have some, some gray hairs on, three years ago. <laughs> you have gray hairs What? You have gray hairs on then? No, 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 definitely not, definitely not. <laughs> um, I barely have any hair on my face. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so back in the day, it used to be there were two buys. And when there were two buys, so then the, the buy teams were sort of like Bill Belichick was always playing this shtick where he would say, I really want the second buy, number two seed, because I don't really care about the one seed anyway. And the two seed gets a better matchup. So, and, and that's really the way it was. If there was one and two and one and two is pretty much interchangeable. One seed gets home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Nobody really cares that just to me like it's they're really interchangeable and in my opinion the way the nfl is set up nowadays where there's only one buy if you don't get the buy two seven it's all the same for the most part is there a slight difference yes because you might you might play more difficult opponents that matters but in terms of like home field advantage i mean plenty of teams right. go on the road and win in the playoffs i'm just so i'm not so, opponent of it. Let, 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 let's let first of all if you're miami that's 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 not true right if you're miami dolphins you love playing at home you you do much better at home you want the home field advantage for as long as you can get it so if that's one game two games right if the ravens lose in the division round you get the, the you get home field in the third game you know so for miami that's a huge thing for buffalo for example it's hard to go into buffalo in january and beat them but buffalo is kind of used to it you know those guys kind of play in that they like that you know, it's never it's never easy to go to Buffalo. It starts to go into Baltimore, you know, and, and play. So, it, but but give me but let me go into you know give the Texans the one seed. I'll go into Houston all day and beat them. No problem. Now, obviously, if they're the one seed, that means they're really good, and you know it's not so easy to beat them. But that's but that's not what we're talking about here, right? So. So wait. So you're saying it depends um, on who has the home field advantage. That's what you're saying. Some teams, listen. Some teams. We're talking about Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins need the home field advantage. If they go into the, if they lose this game and have to go to Kansas City, I do not see them beating them. I do not. I do not see them beating the Chiefs in in Kansas City in January. Nope. Sorry, not going to happen. Listen, I not the team from Miami. I, I don't know if you can necessarily draw a direct correlation between the Dolphins winning at home and them being at home. Like, who says that's the reason? You know, it could be the uh, teams they're playing. There could, be, there could be a lot. No, the record is not always an indication. There could be a lot of reasons. It could be the teams they're playing. It could be they just played better in those games. 
I mean, I don't know. Well, I, like we're talking about, we're talking about a sample, Rocky. We're talking about a, we're not talking about a one-year sample here. We're talking about let's we could give it three years, four years, five years, six years. You you could sample this for almost as far as long as you want. Look at the sample of the Miami Dolphins. Look at the de- difference between playing in Miami in September, October versus playing in, in Miami, November, December. The, the Miami Dolphins have always struggled at the end of the season because in the beginning of the season, it was hot, and they were conditioned better, and teams would come to Miami and struggle to, with the heat. But then in November, December, it's cooled down in Miami. Teams have an easier time going in there. It's a nice, enjoyable game now. It's 60, 70 degrees. It's 60 degrees now. It's not 80, 90. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference. That's, a, that's the home field Miami, Miami has. In Buffalo, it's easier to go into Buffalo and beat them in September because it's still a little chillier. But then all of a sudden, you get to November, December, and you got to go to Buffalo and beat them. Good luck. Kansas City's been struggling. I'll give you that. They've been struggling at home and away, no matter when it's been. That's but the, but the, that's the thing. But, but that's but that's, that's one team. And let's see what happens. And let's see what happens when it comes down to it. When Miami has to go to, to if Miami has to go there, or if Kansas City, or if if Buffalo has to go there, let's see somebody. Oh, Buffalo, maybe I have a little bit more faith because they can play in that cold weather. But but give me that. Give, give me those games. I'm telling you, you used to see it all the time when Philip Rivers used to have to go to New England. Good luck. You saw it for a hundred years. <laughs> Philip Rivers never made it through the New England cold. Some and some. I mean, listen. I I, I if you look at the Dolphins' schedule, the I think the the reason oh, they Philip Rivers never. Philip Rivers never. <laughs> Oh, Phil, Phil Rivers, Rivers never won playoff games to begin with. But if you look at the, if you look at the Dolphins' schedule, I think it has a lot more to do with who they play than them playing at home. Just okay. Can we just go through their home wins this year? Okay, it's the Broncos, the Giants, the Panthers, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Jets, the 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 um, and the Cowboys was their first good one. But other than that, all those other teams stink, Meisty stink. Okay, and they're who and, they're, they and who have they had to go? Who have they had to go on the road? Who do they lose to at home? What? Who do they lose to at home? Who they, they remember? They gave up the big lead against the Titans. Right, right. Okay, let's rock. We're here to get week eighteen at home versus a good team. Let's see. Can they just beat the Cowboys? They just snuck one past the Cowboys there. Let's see if they can beat the Bills. I think the Bills are better than the Cowboys, in my opinion. Cowboys overall may be a better team, but right now there's no better. Team playing wise in Ravens, the best, but the thing that I had to see in football is I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. Like, if you look, this is crazy. I'm looking through the schedule right now. The Dolphins' road losses go like this Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens. I mean, great. The, I don't think it has anything to do with them being on the road. I think it has to do with they played four of the best teams in the NFL. It's talking this year. How about last year? How about uh, every but, other year? But that's, that's but, but the no, same numbers. But but that's my point. My point is everyone's freaking out this year. The Dolphins can't win the road. No, it's just that they've all their best, all their toughest, all their road losses have been against the four four of the best teams in the NFL. It's 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 the competition. It doesn't have to wear. The, how do you? Right. I don't know if there's a correlation right. so between, between Buffalo being beats home. them here. If Buffalo beats them here. Guess who? Guess what? Miami has to do. Even though the Chiefs aren't that good, they got to go play a good team on the road. They haven't been able to do that. That's where. That's how about the Ravens, Rocky? The Ravens went to the best team in the NFC on the road, on a league, on a holiday. Oh, what you happened? Know, you know the Ravens have a better road record. The Ravens have a better road record this year than than the home record. I, I know, but my point is, look at that, right? The Ravens are proving that hey, we can go anywhere and beat you. We don't care where you are if it's there, there, there. But most yeah, teams home, are like that. Yeah. Most teams are like that. 
That's my point. Doesn't Miami matter. is not. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So it doesn't matter who they, you are. I don't know. I, I, I can't. I, Miami I can't hasn't gone on the road. Miami can't go on the road and beat a good team. Yes Ravens or no? Can Miami team, go on the road? And... I, if they can't beat a good team, they can't beat a good team. They haven't been, been able to beat a good team at home. I've, also, other than the Cowboys. So it, I don't know if it's going on the road and beating a good team. They have only played one good team at home this year. So it's like... I don't know what to tell you, Marcy. I don't see a direct correlation. That's it. I don't see them going on the road. If they can't beat them, it's because they can't beat them. The the how, about the fact that, how about the fact that they haven't beaten a team over 500 since 2019 until like, until this year? That's a they different thing. That's a different thing. If you, want to come here, if you want to come here and tell me the Dolphins are just can't beat good teams because they're not up to that par yet, that's a different story. That we can... We can dive in and see are the what's the you know are the Dolphins really well, not as good as these other teams? But but if you want to tell me that the reason you're losing is because they're on the road, I just don't see a correlation. I don't I don't see how you can you can connect the two. I think it just has to do with the teams they're playing, not with the location that they're playing. I, I that's it. I mean, and I think that's the way, and that's why I don't really care about seed, seeding much. Like I think once you, once you get past the one seed, it doesn't really interest me much. If you're going to be the two, the three, the four, the five, the six, it doesn't really interest me much. Get into the dance. If you want the buy, okay, you get a free playoff win. <laughs> Everyone wants that. But if you don't get the buy, right. then it's like, you know, I mean, we all know. That, Rocky, I, mean, I don't know. Rocky, I don't know. Rocky, I think maybe today in football today, you might be right a little bit today. But you cannot say the same thing when it was the days of the Peyton Mannings and the Tom Brady's. You could not say that about going into the, their crowd was just different. It just was. Going into their stadium just was different. It was harder. Going into Pittsburgh, do you remember those, Rocky? How many did going to Pittsburgh? You never wanted to go to Pittsburgh in the playoffs. I think, it was, all, I think it was all hype. I think it was all hype. I don't think it actually makes it harder to win going away. I don't. I think it was all hype. Yeah, you can. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy. Right, that, that crowd. That, that crowd. That crowd. Those crowds are loud. Those crowds are extra loud. I think loud. The, the only in Baltimore. The only way it might affect you is maybe like a two two delay of games every game, and those rarely, rarely, rarely affect the outcome of the game. Rarely, so I, I, that's really all it does. I mean, listen, if you look throughout history, the the you know what's the home team's record throughout history? So they win about fifty one percent of games. So is there an advantage there? Yes, but it's so slight that it's like you make we make such a big deal about it, and there's yeah, barely any you, you take every advantage you can get. You take every advantage you get. If you can get a home game, you get the home games. I'm but sorry, it, that but, doesn't not make a difference. It makes a difference. But again, I think, here and tell me, I think that's it's the most... makes a slight difference, it makes a slight difference. I think that that's how Belichick has seven rings because of slight differences. I think that the reason most playoff teams have good home records is because they're generally the better team. Not because they're playing at home. Because if you're playing at home, it means you're a higher seed. It means you're a better team, generally. Well, so I don't think guys are the better team. Why are you the better team? You because won more games. You, you won more games. This, and then you won more games. You won more games. Even that's not true. Because even though that's not true, because Buffalo might win more games and they won more games than Thing or Miami, and they're gonna have to go on the not road. Not always. Right. Me, the team with the better I, record is not always. I, I hold. I would hold that you match everyone up in the seating. And then whoever has the better record gets the home game. I'm serious. If the Wild Card team has a better record than you, you suck. Go on the road. That's the thing. I don't really. Th- I mean, fine, you can have that. I just don't think it matters. Listen, I, I think that I don't think that the, the team with the better record is always a better team. I completely agree with you. Like I think the Bills are the second best team in the AFC this year, even though they're they're not going to have it. Right. They might actually. They might end with the two seed, which is crazy to think about. But like we were looking at it a few weeks ago, like the Bills might not make the playoffs, and they're probably the second best team in this, in this conference. But, oh. but 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 that being said, most of the time, the team with the higher seed happens to also be the better team, and that's why they win a lot more games at home. But there are exceptions, obviously. We know the Ravens have a much better road record, 
in the playoffs than they do a home record. They're under 500 on the road. They're like 10 and 5 at home. In the, I mean, on the road in the playoffs. They're about like 3 and 4 at home. So, you know, we know the Ravens have a much better record on the road and at home. That's an exception. But my point is that I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's, I don't think you can prove a direct correlation. There are some things in the NFL, which, you know, sometimes I wish we could see like the, what's really happening in the locker room. Like how much do emotions play a part in the game? How much does momentum play a part in the game? How much is this thing we're talking about with the Ravens and the Niners now? This rust thing. This rust. It's It's clear. It's clear. It's clearly, listen. It's clearly been proven to be a factor. The fact that it gets talked about, the fact it's not just a talk. It's the fact that it gets talked about. It, it, it's there. Can you shake it off? Can you avoid it? A hundred percent. Can you can you be in a Iraqi baseball? A hitter's in a drought. He's in a drought. He's just not. He's just not hitting. He's just not hitting. He's, he's, he's just not hitting. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, dude, you're the Mike Trout. You're the best hitter in baseball, but you're just not hitting right now. And Bryce Harper went like. Something 40, 50 games, you couldn't get a home run. It was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and finally, you hit one. It's like, oh, oh, that's what he's supposed to do. So it's the same thing. It, players can fall into, into a rut and they can, they, can, they can just, you know, it, you got it. Yes, emotions play locker Antonio Brown in your locker room was a horrible idea. <laughs> that, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, you just, you, there are certain guys who don't want around. I, I think for, for individual players, maybe. I'm talking about more of it as a team. All you know is what you hear, but we don't really know what's going on in the locker room. Is it really affecting the team? Like they've been saying about the Eagles with A.J. Brown. The Eagles with A.J. Brown. Is he really making – is the team – is the, are the Eagles really not playing as well because A.J. Brown is causing havoc in the locker room or just because they're not playing as well? It's impossible to know. It's just – it might be true. I, 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 yeah, you're saying they're just calling him a scapegoat at that point. I, I, that's I don't know. That's the thing. Is there a correlation? It's impossible to quantify, right? Listen, it might be true, but there is never a way to prove it. Listen, that's it. it definitely it's, it's definitely this. Listen, when a player questions coach, and and then other players start to question coach also, when that play comes and that coach says to do X, and players are questioning him, and then they decide not to trust him. All of a sudden, players start doing their own thing now, right? And then he gets another player to do his, their, his own thing. Now you have players not listening to the coach or whatever the situation may be. I'm just going – I'm not talking about the Eagles situation. I'm talking about just a general situation that happens. So it's very important for a coach to have control of his locker room. We always talk about that, right? You have to have – yes, it's very important that the team is, is – is, when Lamar Jackson was in contract talks over the last two seasons, he wasn't really injured. He was semi-injured. He wasn't fully injured. We never really knew what the situation was. But we did know that he didn't want to play because he didn't want to get hurt. That we know, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't too happy. Lamar Jackson wasn't playing too great. But then all of a sudden, he gets his contract. And all of a sudden, here, like, he proved in 2019 I could be MVP. Then a couple of years of, like, you know, hey, I want my money. And then all of a sudden, they gave him the money. And he's like, oh, here, here, here I am again. I'm the MVP. <laughs> so, I, right. It does matter. It does matter to have players happy. When player happy, other players are happy. Yes, it does make. I think. I think the Eagles. I thought the Eagles losing the Super last year was going to destroy them. I really did. I thought the whole city was going to fall apart for a minute. That I'm not saying that emotions don't play a role. I'm totally, and I'm not saying that the coach doesn't need to have control of his locker room. I'm saying that we don't know if if that's what's causing a team's downfall or not. We don't know if it's just they're not playing well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, first of all, let's look at the Steelers for a second, okay? This is a great example. The Steelers lost three straight. Tomlin did not want to answer anyone's questions in the press conference. He was in a horrible mood. Understandably so, right? They had, like, the worst three-game stretch in Steelers history, right? 
Tomlin didn't want to answer anyone's questions. Everyone was saying, fire Mike Tomlin. They already fired Mike, Mike um, Canada, right? And, and and everyone's like, get rid of this yeah. guy. George Pickens can't block. I mean, still, he doesn't want to block. He's lazy, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's talked. Two weeks later, Mikey, we are two weeks removed from all of that. All of a sudden, everyone, George Pickens, this guy's such a playmaker. I don't care if you can't block. Now we're joking about it. <laughs> George can't block. He goes out and has 200 yards receiving. Nobody cares anymore. It's like everyone's happy. Right. Everyone's in a great mood. So, Mike Tomlin's giving drushes. He got, he, his last press conference was a half hour. He was in such a good mood. We're playing good football. I'm very encouraged by the signs. I'm, in, I'm like, what? This guy's a different person. It's two weeks. So here's my point. My point is... I don't, I don't know if it has anything to do with emotions. I think it just has to do with winning. Are you winning or not? <laughs> winning gets rid of all. Oh, 100%. 100%. Look at the Ravens. We're winning. The Ravens are winning. Of course, the Ravens are in heaven. After the 49ers lost, they were questioning themselves or whether or not they were legit. Of course, the 49ers are legit. You just you just came up against a more legit team than you. Right. You came up against a team that's just winning. You know, these are, yes, yes. Winning is everything, yes. When you're winning... Everyone is happy. I try. I tell us to, to when I play in like a rec league, I th- into basketball, football, baseball. I say it all the time. I say, guys, like, we're here to have fun, and winning is fun. So uh, let's go win. Right. Like, right. Like, like I know we're here to have fun. Cool. Winning is fun. Like losing is not fun. No, agreed. Sorry, no. <laughs> it's not. We had this discussion on the way up to our producer Morty's wedding, and um, we remember yeah. we discussed you play sports to win. Would you play sports that fun? And you made a distinction between amateur sports and uh, and professional sports. But but we both made the point that. But at the end of the day, what makes sports fun is the competitive nature of it. Is, is you play to win the game. You play to win the game, even if you don't win. It doesn't mean you're competitive. You're, if you're correct. Competitive you play, game, yes. Correct. You play to win, and if you don't win, you don't win. Fine. It doesn't mean you didn't have fun if you don't win. But you still play to win. That's the objective, right? You still. You still uh, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> After the loss, you can look back at the game and say. That was a fun game. So sucks that we lost. Correct. Yes. Yes. But at the moment, like when it comes to press conference time, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes after you just lost a heartbreaker, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I, I'm still in awe of players and coaches holding back the emotions after a loss, not just being like, screw you all, hate this, screw this, F that, F this, F that. Just rant. I would I would do it every single time. I, I would just go on a whole cursing rant of why if I was a coach, I would call out every single player for why we lost every single game. I'd be fired <laughs> after two weeks. I had no, that's, I had why, that's why I'm a podcaster, not a that's what I'm trying to do this on a podcast, not a coach. But I would scream at each player, but this you lost because you didn't do your job. <laughs> no, I'm actually I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I'm very impressed by the ones that keeps their composure after losses and especially tough losses, you know? Like McDaniel, after they gave up that blew that lead against the Titans a few weeks ago Monday night. He's there and he's like, he's upset. Don't get me wrong. And he said, we didn't do a good job. And he's, you know, but he didn't like get upset. He didn't like raise his voice. Lions with the referees. Like Dan Campbell, even Dan Campbell, as much as he was upset, that's all Dan Campbell gave us. Like Dan Campbell, the whole, the referees just blew the game for you. Actually, Campbell was good in the press press conference. He started to get upset and he caught himself. He's like, I don't want to get upset. I don't. I'm sorry for getting upset at you. You know, like he apologized. Like I'm very impressed. I think these guys got to do some meditations or something for this because like it's got to suck to lose. You put in all that work, right? All that work. You prepared. You get your game plan. You think you're gonna win. Most coaches going into the game, they think they're gonna win, and then you lose, especially to have a tough loss like that, and you keep your composure. I'm, I'm with you. It's impressive. <laughs> it's very impressive. And yeah. then, you, and then you want to talk about the, uh, the 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 officiating, right? That's a whole different topic. But also like. I, I I used to be okay. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I used to be of the opinion 
that, you know, refs basically do a great job because the, the NFL is a very, very fast game. And if you've ever sat close to the field in an NFL game, you don't process what's happening until a few seconds after it happens. Like, that's how quick these players are. It's so fast. It's like on another level from college. It's so fast. And the fact that they get 95% of the calls correct in terms of ball placement, in terms of first down, not first down, when everything's happening so quickly means that they've really trained their eyes and trained their brains to think in a certain way, and they, they do a great job. This year has qu- put, put that into question. get 10 million. What? They, they do get paid millions of dollars. Correct, this. but I'm, but it is a skill. I I don't think I think if we we went out there, we'd be way way worse than them. That's all I'm saying. It, but if you went out with a bunch of people at, at our level, you know what I'm saying? Then it, then no, then, then we would look like them. And then the people who aren't as good as we are would be like, wow, <laughs> you know, right, they are just the top. They are just the best. They're correct. No, I, I understand they are the best. But even but this year. They've made some pretty blatant mistakes, and it obviously culminated in that, um, in in the in the the the, the, the thing against the, the 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 Cowboys lines, which was just the worst of the year. But you even had something in football: Packers Chiefs, where there was just the obvious passing interference, and that was just like right in front of the ref's face. I mean, you can you can make mistakes. I'm I'm all for making mistakes. They're human, and that's fine. But it's happened so many times this year already. They even screwed the Cowboys over the the the, the drive before. The Cowboys literally, they called the, the personal foul on the Cowboys instead of the Lions. It was the wrong team. And they gave the Cowboys a 15 yards. Yeah. The only reason the Lions were able to drive down there and get that touchdown. So, you yeah. know, I, 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 like this year sort of convinced me. Otherwise. I still respect the rest, most of them. By the way, Brad Allen, that crew that, that did this whole thing against the Cowboys Lions, they're doing the Steelers-Ravens game this week. So good luck to them. Oh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> right, so, so. Perfect game to give them the Ravens. By the way, I want to I always say this. See, we know uh, when Bill Belichick. See, we talk about advantages. Bill Belichick always used to know who the refs are. You have to know who the refs are because you you know what they can do. You know that one's bullshit, right? You know he don't call nothing. You know he calls something. You know, I look out. He's that's Bill Belichick. I'm serious. Oh, that's Bill Belichick for you. And Bill Belichick would do it exactly like that. And yeah. and, and that's how his team. There's a reason why the guys. He cheated sometimes, but he has seven rings for a reason. <laughs> or six, whatever. No, he knew the ins and outs, right? Even he, he got acquainted with the refs before the game. Well, apparently Dan Campbell does too, right? He told the ref before. By the way, that was the most legendary thing ever. It's like Larry Bird. No, Bill Belichick literally knew what what calls the refs make. This ref, he doesn't call holdings on this, so you can right. get away with that, and no, you know that... you can get away with this. And you... but that's an advantage. This is advantages. No, yeah, that's no, little no, advantages. 100%. 100%. And some coaches are able to do that, especially Bill Belichick's been around for a while. He knows all the refs personally, probably. But, like, Dan Campbell going yeah. before the game. You know you know, like how they say that Larry Bird used to tell someone, I'm going to pull up, fade away, and shoot a three-pointer right in front of your face in the corner? Something like yeah, that. Dan Campbell right? knew how the game is Right, right. He's like, he's like, okay, ref. Okay, Brad, listen to this, okay? So we're going to go down, score. It's going to be, we're going to be down by, we're going to be down by seven. It's going to be a few seconds left. We're going to go down, score. We're going to go for two. This is what we're going to do. We're going to put the offensive lineman on the corner and boom, it exactly plays out like that. And Joey Smith's an absolute legend. And he told him exactly what he was going to do before the game. He knew what was coming. <laughs> I could not get over that. I'm like, this man is a legend. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Okay, I think I lost you there. Where did you lose me? Oh, no, okay. I just lost for the last, like, 10, 15 seconds, but now you're good. Did you hear my whole thing about Dan Campbell? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Um, I, I was saying, um, uh, what else we got to discuss? We have anything else? That's, that's pretty much it. I think I think that you know next week we'll be back with uh, playoffs. Playoffs. The, the, the what? The, the playoffs. You kidding playoffs. me? No, you got to do the little head tilt. The, the playoffs. Yeah, my head is my head is currently tilted. Your head is tilted, but nobody can see. You kidding me? We're just trying to win a game. <laughs> Actually, John Harbaugh in his press conference, he, he did the um, one of the other ones. They are who we thought they were. He quoted that press conference. Like, that was one of the all-time yeah. press conferences. Speaking of the Harbaugh, speaking of Harbaugh, both John and Jim, 13-win teams, number one seed, number one seed. Very interesting. Congratulations. Both going to be playing in a championship game this mm-hmm. year. God willing. Indeed, indeed. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. That'd be pretty cool. I know they, they asked they asked John um, by the press conference, will you be watching the game? Now that the Ravens have, you know, clinched the number one seed, will you be, is it a little easier for you to go and watch it? Yes. He's like, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'll be peeking over there at the game. I'll be I'll be watching. I'll be, go blue. He's like, go blue. <laughs> yeah, go blue. Yeah, he, if he, he has to watch it. That's like saying to Jim Harbaugh, you're not going to watch your brother. He's going to be there if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he would have been. Right. If the Ravens didn't make the playoffs, he would have been at the national championship game. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry. All right. That'll do it. Next week we got – right, so like you said, Mikey, week 18, we got the playoffs coming up. We're definitely going to try to ramp up for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's got, we'll try to probably try to go through all the matchups and to see the storylines and yeah. so many things to go through. The Ravens are on fire. We haven't even – I mean, this year we've been off – We've been off the ball, but this is the year that the Ravens have been, you know, have been on the ball. Yeah, we, had a, we, had, we had a tough schedule at the holidays. Yeah, a real hot rush start there. I know, with the and holidays just, and everything. And we were just but missing. We're playoffs. No, this, is, this is where we get active, the playoffs. Yeah, well, let's hope the Ravens can keep it up and uh, give, continue yeah. to give us something to talk about because they have just been absolutely on fire going through the hottest teams in the league and just blowing them out. Like, it's been – this has been one of the most impressive performances I've seen of a team in a long time. So, this has been great to see. Niners – Ravens, number one seeds, a lot to get determined after that. And it'll all play out week 18 in the extra week that the NFL has placed upon us the last three weeks. Remember, no records count from now on, my seed. No records count. They're done. Record book should be The record books should be closed, as far as I'm concerned. So um, we'll see. If I, the agree. That I agree. <laughs> there we go. I was going to agree on something here to end off the podcast. All right, guys. Take care. Remember to subscribe on YouTube, of course, watch our videos. You can watch our podcast video on Spotify. You can hear it on Apple and various other podcast platforms. Subscribe, hit the bell, get notifications every time we release another podcast. And of course, remember to have a wonderful weekend.